And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps postgame show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and this episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the East End of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. As a wise man once said, tell them that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. Raptors fans, it's all right. It's okay. It's just one loss. Things are going great. But that was a big boy game. This definitely. Is, definitely. Right? That was a big boy game. And those are the games that you really see that you learn from, you grow from, and you need to go through some of these L's so that Pascal and company... Siakam's not ready for big boy ball. Woo! Woo! He's not, he's not ready for big boy ball. <laughs> we'll I'm get the Torontonians. I'm just letting you guys know that from right now. Woo! We'll get to it. We'll get to it for sure. That's my man, O. Ola checking in with us, a.k.a. Mr. Foots. How you doing, man? How you feeling? Coming in hot off the top. I'm good. I'm blessed, man. You, you trying to get Raptors fans mad at you right now early. No, I'm just trying to identify something early. I'm just trying to identify something to let everybody know that, listen, Siakam has been playing well this year, mm -hmm. but there's levels to this, and we always have this discussion about mm -hmm. there's levels to this. Yep. Jimmy Butler just showed you guys, yet again, and if you do your research, Jimmy Butler stays killing the Raptors, but that's another discussion. You're not wrong. I'll say this, uh, it's it's better to have these conversations because it's truthful conversations. It's honest conversations. And at the end of the day, when you look at the score and you say you lose 121 to 110 in overtime, first off, you shouldn't lose by 11 in overtime. And I, I know the game was a lot closer than the score indicates. But when your star player, your max money guy, takes one shot, one actual field goal attempt, because remember foul shots or when some, when a foul is called on a play that doesn't count as a shot attempt of right course. so pascal one official field goal attempt unless one of those last ones counted either way it shouldn't be two <laughs> right I in agree. the fourth quarter in overtime of a game that can't happen it can't happen and you know what it, it i was watching as the game got closer and it started going down in the time mm -hmm. where was siakam the whole time where is he on the court yeah and I just know that when Norman Powell was hot and he was hitting shots like he's supposed to, Siakam was kind of hiding in the corner. Here's the thing. So they said on the broadcast that they were giving a lot of credit to Bam at a bio for taking Siakam out. Mm -hmm. And I'll give Miami a whole lot of credit because if you would have told me that Bam would be able to erase Siakam, I would have been surprised. Because I know Bam is a freak athlete. I know that. I get that. But I still thought that Siakam... Might be able to outquick him. Yeah. yeah. And that did not happen in this game. Pascal struggled. He went 5 for 14, 15 points in this game. But you got you to see what Bam did, though. When he was guarding him, mm -hmm. he put his big freak body on him. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, if you put bigger, bigger guys mm -hmm. but with a little bit of foot speed and they lean on Siakam, it's not, he's not yeah. going to be as effective. I mean, the, the proof's in the pudding tonight because Pascal struggled against Bam. And, you know, down the stretch, it was tough. You mentioned the fourth quarter of this game. And the fourth quarter of this game, if we're being serious, it was only Fred and Norm were the only That's guys it. on the Raptors that wanted to shoot. And Kyle Lowry was driving to get fouled instead of driving <laughs> to, make a, to, to make a play. 
I'm glad you bring this up. I'm really glad <laughs> like, you bring this up because this is one of my pet peeves, right? Because Kyle Lowry, I and I don't knock him for this because I get what he's trying to do. Move. He's trying to get to the line, yeah. right? Like the Raps are struggling, the offense is struggling, and he's trying to get to the line. Stop to get the clock, for, get some extra points. For sure. But the refs know, especially after years and years of you doing this, mm-hmm. that you're driving to get a call and not to actually try to score. And when you're doing that, they're not going to give you the call in crunch time. No way. And that's what happened to Kyle Lowry down the stretch, no? Yep, it definitely happened to Kyle Lowry down the stretch. And, it, and he was he, he continued to do do that. Yeah. And the refs looked at him like, dude, the second time I never called a foul. What's going to make <laughs> you do after the third and fourth time? We're not going to call foul. But at the end of the day still, despite that, despite Pascal being a no-show, a no-show in the fourth quarter, Freddie was trying to get off. He was trying to do his thing. Norman was keeping, trying to keep us around. Norm wasn't trying. Norm did keep what? them in the game. Norman Powell wraps to close this game. You got to remember the wraps were down. They close on an 8-0 run at the end of the th- at the end of the fourth quarter. Before he got into free throw time, it was basically an 8-0 run, and Norm had 13 points in that third in that fourth quarter. Pardon me, and Norm was. I, I hate saying this because I know his game is modeled after the Mamba, but he went in Mamba mode. He was taking shots, not hesitating at all, just jacking that three like, oh, you guys don't want to shoot? You don't want to shoot? You don't want to shoot? All right, I'll shoot. I won't lie I'm not mad at him. The last couple of games, just off of eye test alone, Norman Powell has has improved a mm-hmm. whole lot. Like, it's confidence. Yeah. I don't, I want, I don't want to say his skill level has improved. I just think it's his confidence. Yeah. And going into the fourth quarter, especially his teammates were looking for him. Yeah, right. And it's take it, it's make it's he was make or miss. Yeah. So Norman Norman played a good game, man. I'm not, I'm I'm not surprised. Norm, yeah, and Norm has been shooting the ball with super confidence, and confidence. obviously coming off the great game he had against Orlando when he basically won that game for the Raptors because no one else yes, was hitting shots. You look at Norman Powell and. I mean, everybody had it going in the last game when you're winning a game by 40 against the Jazz at halftime. Everybody had the shots going that night, right? Yep, that's true. Now you come into this game, and the Miami Heat, first off, and if you follow this On Blast podcast, wrap it up, ball on blast, all that fun stuff, there's someone named Sheldon Alexander who was saying that the Miami Heat are a real team from the start of the year before they played the games. But the reason is, and... I don't, I'm not saying this as much to pat myself on the back as much as I'm trying to make the point that the reason why I thought that is because their franchise is much like the Raptors in culture. the sense that Great culture. exactly culture is built. It starts with defense. They draft well. They find guys who they find guys and put them in a position to succeed. And I was just I was just about to transition now to the man of mystery in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? I gotta look down for a second. <laughs> That's all right. Duncan, Ro- man, Duncan the man of mystery, Robinson. Duncan Robertson. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if anybody can do a little quick Google search of Duncan Robertson, yeah. he came from a D three school <laughs> to Michigan, yeah. to the NBA. That never happens. I'm just gonna <laughs> let you know that. So Duncan Robertson oh. being in the lineup for the Miami Heat, yeah. is not on is not by accident. Yeah, but. It's a system. But it's a system. The same way that Raptors fans, you sit and you you sit and you watch, you know, and you wonder, oh, Terrence Davis, how did the Raps get him? Or Matt Thomas, how did the Raps get him? Yep. Chris Boucher, how is he scouting. coming in and being such a key contributor? Well, you're seeing almost a mirror image of that in the Miami Heat because 
Myers Leonard was a complete non-factor really on Portland all these years. Like he was okay, but he he comes in and he starts and what do they try to do? They try to put him in a position where you rebound and you can shoot. So you're going to play the high post, right? And they put him in that position. Duncan Robinson, my guy finished with 22 points in this game, six of nine from three. And my guy was wedding shots. He was coming off screens, hitting, he was hitting shots off the dribble and Again, if you if you're talking about the average basketball fan, you're talking Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn. You got you might have heard of Tyler Harrow because he was a high pick, and if you watch mm-hmm. college ball, but I want to emphasize a point. It's a mirror image of the Toronto Raptors in the sense that it's culture, they find talent, and it starts at the defensive end because the Raptors couldn't handle Miami's defense the whole game. If you really Break it down. The Raptors in this game shot 38% from the floor. 38%. Add that to only shooting 11 of 43 from three-point land. 25% from three. The Raps came into this game leading the NBA That's super ugly. Percentage. <laughs> That's right? super ugly. That's defense. Mm-hmm. That is defense by the Miami Heat. And you can't really... I know Raptors fans, because it's the nature of Raptors fans to panic after certain things happen, but the, the Heat are a good team. There's no shame in They're losing to the team. Miami Heat in overtime when your star players don't shoot well. Namely, I mean, he made a return. Kyle Lowry. You want to talk about Kyle Lowry? Yeah, we can talk about Kyle, man. He... Kyle Lowry made his return to the lineup. Raptors went 9-2 and two without Kyle. And he came back in this game after he went from, what, doubtful yesterday to questionable to all of a sudden he's playing. Yeah. In this game, Kyle Lowry went 2-for-18 and 0-for-11 from 3. Now, are you going to focus on the poor shooting? Or are you going to focus that somehow he good, still had good, 12 bad, points, 11 good, assists, 6 ugly. rebounds? Kyle Lowry. Take, rust? Take, take, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Of course, Rust. But at the end of the day, he's. I, I feel like he salvaged that with the 11 assists. Okay. Right? Yeah. Type of thing. And plus two, he has to get his legs back. So I understand yeah. that him and Serge, they need two or three games to get their legs back and to get flowing into the system, right? Yeah. So. I feel like uh, for Kyle, the thing with Kyle Lowry, yes, obviously he's got to get his legs back in. And I think early on in the game, he did a really good job of pushing the Raptors offense, getting guys involved, pushing getting guys, yeah, pushing the tempo and at least being a factor that way. And down the stretch, you still saw the normal Kyle Lowry stuff that he always does in terms of taking charges, definitely, right? And, and doing that. So, so you, you see that and you get that from overall, you can't go, you can't go 0 for 11 from three. No, you can't. <laughs> right? Like that's out of, two of 18. Like that is, that is pathetic. No, that is, that is bad. That is extremely bad. I'm just thinking all the negatives. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry had a bad game. Mm-hmm. Serge is still getting back in. Everybody was missing shots except for Norman and Van Fleet. Yeah. Plus Miami plays defense. I don't know. Like at the end of the day, this is just this is just one bad game. And you got to be honest, right? The Raps were just losing this game until Norm decided, no, nah, I'm going to try to bring us back. Yep. And Norm hit some crazy shots. That three I thought might have won the game for the Raps. And there were some calls late at the end of regulation. There was one drive by Pascal late that was a no call. Yeah. Um, thoughts on that? that? Do you think we had a little debate amongst ourselves whether we thought that was a foul or not? We had we we had a little debate because I was I was looking at it in through the lens of Jimmy Butler just got a call mm-hmm. down the floor previous. Yeah. He's a superstar. 
Everybody knows he's a superstar in this NBA. Okay. Siakam now until was double teamed. Yes. And I felt like he's not he didn't get that call for a reason. He's, he's not, not he's not he's not there yet. He's not getting it yet. Okay. He's not getting it yet. You think it's a matter of it'll take time for the refs to kind of like him to fully earn his rep, or for should sure. the rep already be there? No, it's gonna take. It takes I think time. it take. It's gonna take time. It takes more take than one year. hot summer. <laughs> it takes more than one hot summer. Exactly right. Oh man, the the Toronto Raptors though they gut out a performance again. This is a wrap it up podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Whether you are listening live as you do on every wrap it up podcast on twitter after each and every toronto raptor game at shell alexander we're taking your comments and questions there same things go for instagram at sheldon alexander also taking comments tons of feedback filling in we will get to those comments more momentarily and of course if you ever miss the podcast just know that it becomes online on soundcloud itunes spotify Google Play, Rewind. YouTube. Just search On Blast Podcast and know that On Blast is a network. Wrap it up is the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let's get to some comments here. Uh, let's see here. First, someone named Cowboy says, Mark played well, so did, or sorry, Norm played well, so did Mark. Um, I agree with that. Norm, obviously, we know down the stretch was key. Mark Gasol to start the game. For the second game in a row, Mark Gasol gave the Raptors early scoring, which I think is very key. Very key. Because what a lot of teams try to do against the Raps is we're going to sag off Mark Gasol, right, and force him to shoot, leave him out there. If he wants to shoot, shoot. Leave him out there and let him do his thing. But to start the last two games, Mark Gasol has come out and put up basically Being double assertive. digits. Yeah, put up. Did pretty much in the first quarter. And I thought that was really important for the Raps in this game just because you got to change your game plan right away if you're the opposing team. Listen, any offensive production from Mark, I'll take it. Yeah, 14 points in this game. Yeah. You take that. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> That's all the bonus. That's all extra money. That's all house money you're playing with. So I like this question here from Instagram. Vivid Body Tanning checks in okay. and says, No Davis, no OG, no Boucher. So, OG played 21 minutes in this game. Didn't really have much going on the offensive end. But uh, Chris Boucher was a DNP in this game. Uh, Terrence Davis played 15 minutes. Rondé, 17 minutes. And this is the thing. We know that when Kyle Lowry was coming back, bench minutes were going to get restrained. Yep, for right? sure. Do you think that, you know, it was fair to... T not fair. Do you think Terrence Davis and Rondé could should have played more in this game? Um, maybe, but at the end of the day, it's not it's it's not anything earth shattering. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because it's all about at the end of the day, it's all about getting Kyle Lowry back into the into For the sure. field of things, right? For sure. And if you and if and, and if we throw away a game, hey, we throw away a game. That's but at fair. the end of the day, a lot of people we weren't even supposed to be here. So well, yeah, and it, it all comes back to what. You know what you're trying to do with this season. Yep. Because if this is about development, you want Terrence Davis to continue to get minutes and develop. But if you're still talking about playoff aspirations and making a run, then for sure Kyle Lowry has to come back and play 41 minutes in an overtime game, and you let him go 0 for 11. Yep. It's going to be an interesting dynamic to see how this plays out because I thought, I honestly thought, there's a moment, and I hope I can find it if I kill enough time here, but there's a moment where um, the Heat were going on a crazy run, right? It was a 15-2 run for the Heat. 
before Norman Powell ended it with a three. But while that happened, it was 11-2 at the time, mm-hmm. right? 11-2 run in the third quarter. And the Raps called timeout. And I thought it would be a time for them to go to the bench, mm-hmm. bring in the hustle gang, bring in Rondé, bring in Terrence Davis, because you needed to muck up the game a little. And I thought Miami, because, it, you know, Bam was out there, Justice Winslow's out there. Those guys are like, they're mixing it up. They're yep, grabbing sure. rebounds. They're hitting the floor. And I thought you needed to match that with your dudes that play that way. Kyle, um, not Kyle so much, but when you have Kyle and Fred mm-hmm. and Norm and Siakam, you're kind of a finesse team. Oh, and you leave yourself su- susceptible to getting kind of bullied by the Miami Heat in this game. What did you think of the matchups? Do you think there was a place for Rondé to play a little more in this game? Um, no. Because if you look on the other side now, mm-hmm. you didn't see James Johnson playing. True. You didn't see certain matchups being true. played. That's right? true. So at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, okay, we could play them, but it doesn't again, it doesn't it doesn't serve it doesn't serve it doesn't serve us a, a, like any purpose. Yeah. No, right? I so, hear you. I hear you. You know, it's another game. Like I just I just look at it as hey, we had a lot of factors that went into us losing tonight tonight's game. Yeah. So, hey. Totally. And I think that the fact that it went to overtime is going to overshadow things. Um, the fact that Norm almost won it late is going to overshadow things. Yep. The fact 100%. that Jimmy Butler just went on an 8-0 run to start overtime Dolo. is going to overshadow things. But in reality, even if you go back to halftime, the Heat just won this game. Like They just played better. At halftime, the Heat shot 50% while they held the Raptors to 37%. Miami was up at half. And, you know. It looks familiar, right, Raptor fans? We're used to doing that to other teams. Yeah. And right? so, so when the other team was able to, because if one of the things we talk about all the time, right? I said this and it sounds crazy, but if you play hard defense in the NBA, you're going to win coached, 50% of the yeah, time. You could be That's a 500 a- team off effort and defensive intensity yep. night in, night out. So we know the Raptors do that. But now when you run into a team that does the same thing, you got to do, you got to do other things. Well, the difference comes down to what happens in winning time. I, we, we, call, we call it big boy ball. And big boy ball, they got Jimmy. And we're still figuring out if Siakam's going to be that guy. So, so I want to ask you this question because here's the thing. Jimmy Butler missed at the end of regulation. It goes to OT. And then to start OT, Jimmy hits an N1 jumper. Yep. Then he hits a three. Then he gets a steal Deal. and a dunk. 8-0 run, Jimmy Butler timeout wraps. Okay? Is, is you, could, what- you could almost say jam done. So if I flip that around, because I always say, hey, what happens in winning time? That's how I judge what's going down. Yep. If I flip it around to the Raptors, who should be making the plays in winning time for the Toronto Raptors? Come on. The man that has the biggest bag. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about here? No, I'm asking a question. I'm just asking a question. And I'm asking a question to the listeners as well. You think it just solely falls on Pascal? Like, we give you the ball. Like, we play it like like you're Kawhi now? A like we give you, we give you the ball. Percent. Everyone gets out of the way. Cook. A thousand percent. <laughs> what you mean? We got to see what we have. Are you ready right now? And initially, he's not ready because the yeah. second double team comes. The second man came, yeah. and I'm thinking Siakam was gonna pass it out, yeah, find yeah, an open yeah. man, swing, swing, swing. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't go down ready. like that. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Okay. And it's okay. That comment is backed up by uh, Mike. Checks in and says, "Spicy P was Shout a non-factor." I mean, it's true. 
Uh, also says truth, Jimmy rap killer. He is. <laughs> the proof's he in is. the pudding. Jimmy Butler has given it to the raps. And I want to say in that same building, probably Listen. in overtime games, if my memory serves, it's not the first time we've seen that. From from Jimmy. when Jimmy went play for the Bulls <laughs> to Philly? Listen, there's a couple of 50-point games in there, too. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh-oh, here comes this talk. And I knew this talk was going to come, okay, and I wasn't going to be the one to bring it up. <laughs> but I think this person's name is Kate. Says, Uh-oh. I felt like the Raps were playing better without Lowry. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to be the one to okay, bring it Kate. up because it's one game. It's, it's one, game. one game. I'm not going to overreact to that. It's one game. But I will say this. This is Kyle Lowry. He's inconsistent. He's going to have a game like this where he shoots terribly, and he's going to come back in the next game and be lights out. That yep. is Kyle Lowry's career. Thousand you can't percent. gauge it. You can't bank on it. You can't like try to guess like which Kyle Lowry is going to show up because he's just been that way the entire time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's it's interesting because I was wondering what was going to happen because Fred Van Fleet, while Kyle Lowry was out, I want to say Freddie was going for 21 and 7. Like, he was cooking, shooting 40% he from was. three. I watched guys switch off. I watched superstars in the NBA switch off of Van Fleet because they didn't want the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so Van Fleet was on a hot streak. But let's be realistic now. Can we give the ball to Van Fleet for the whole year as a starting NBA point guard. And I think that's the question that we're going to have to address. Yeah, a lot of people are wondering what kind later. of bag Norm is going to get. Or not Norm, Fred's going to get. And I keep saying that I don't know because it's only been, like you're 20 games into the year. You had 11 games without Kyle. So that's not enough for me to know. That's not enough That's for not me. enough sample size. Yeah, for me no. to say, yeah, I'm going to give you 25 mil a year. That's a lot of that's a Yo, lot of listen. cake. That's a lot of cake. It's a lot of bread. Right? So I don't know. Very interesting point. So for sure. More comments here. Uh Dio Dio or Die of Might says, Yeah, Siaka may be getting back down by top tier defense. I mean, that's BAM. I'm not saying that there's that BAM. I'm not trying to diss BAM, but it's not like BAM is one of the top players or defenders in the league. No, very true. I just think it. I think it was, it was more so Spolstra coaching and mm-hmm. matchups. Yeah. And Spolstra's a great coach. Yeah. He knew, hey, if I put a bigger person, may not have the foot speed, mm-hmm. but is bigger, can lean on and on Siakam. Yeah. Maybe it slows him down a little bit. And there was a moment early on where I want to say it was back to back possessions in the second quarter, and um, Pascal got the ball, and at one point. I want to say it was Robinson switched off on him and Marcus was waving Freddie to like pass him the ball, pass him the ball. Mm-hmm. And Pascal got it. He ended up getting free throws. And then next time down, it was Jimmy on him and he took Jimmy right to the basket and got a layup. So it was clear. And maybe that's a situation where, Hey, you run some pick and roll to try to get Bam off of him. basketball. Right. And which I don't think they did nearly enough of towards the end of the game. It was a lot of standing around, and, and kind of not enough ball movement ISO. for the Raptors. As Q would say, yeah, it was a lot of ISO uh, ball go down the stretch. Yeah. And we haven't been that team for the past three years, so yeah. I don't know. That's not how the offense works. When the Raptors offense is cooking, it's working off ball movement. It's yep. not off, you know, that's a ISO one-on-one. I mean, 
Unless they had Kawhi Leonard still in the uniform. I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's a story for another day. Uh, hey, what do you do in winning time? And this is a great learning experience. Like, I'm not going to overreact. I just think it's a thing where it's a great learning experience if you're Pascal Siakam to say, hey, I need to be better in crunch time. I need to demand the ball. Yep, I agree. The team will learn things that they need to do to kind of help him out more. Mm -hmm. Because I mentioned the matchups. And I know Q made the point in the chat. He was talking about they should have ran plays. At part of the Jimmy Butler run, they called timeout, came out of the timeout, ran a great set play to get Fred a wide open three, and he just missed it. Yep. So Nurse ran his he ran his sets, they sets. ran plays. The Raps just didn't have it in this game. And again, when you shoot 38% and 25% from three. You're not gonna win a lot of games in the NBA. That's just a fact. It's just a and, you know, I always I always give this shout out to Kenny Smith because Kenny Smith always says this on TNT and it's like basketball sometimes is really simple when the two teams are even at the end of the game. It just comes down to my best player versus your best player. And in this game, <laughs> their best player yep, balled out, balled out, especially when they needed him. Jimmy gets buckets. Yep. Uh, let's see. Jeff Berg. One of our regulars checks in on Twitter and says, Shout out, Jeff. The idea that Pascal could go from a great role player to Kawhi in 20 games was always nonsense. What ain't nonsense is how he always responded to adversity and expanding his game. I agree. That's there's a great always, comment. There's always uh, two sides of looking at it. For sure. For sure. That is, a great, that, that is a great comment right there. More comments here. DJ Raymond on Instagram checks in and says, In my opinion, Nurse gave Lowry too many minutes tonight. Do you think Lowry should have been on a minutes restriction in his first game back? Um, maybe, but but again, now, how silly would it be now if you turn over to your multiple-time All-Star and champion point guard and say, listen, I'm going to put you on a, 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 a minutes restriction. Yeah. The man's going to take it. The man's going to be salty. Let's be honest. For sure. Right. Like, who's going to be the one to tell Kyle Lowry that Thank he's you. coming out of a close game? <laughs> like, who, who's going to be that person? It's not going to be Nick Come Nurse. Come on, though. Right? And, and the funny thing, too, to mention as we talk about this, if you go back to the halftime uh, interview that Danielle did with the Raps assistant coach, she asked about Kyle's struggles in the first half. And it was just a weird answer in terms of my guy was just like, well, you know, this is Kyle's team and he's back and he's the man and blow. And I was just like, whoa, See? like, yeah, like the gas Kyle's was there. Team yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. The man there's a lot and, of, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of boosting going. So yep. Nurse isn't going to tell Kyle Lowry, like, hey, you know what? We're going to sit you for the undrafted rookie. We'll let you, you know, you're shooting bad tonight. Have yeah. this rest. Nah. That's not happening. I'm sure the opposite happened and it was Kyle, keep shooting, man. Work your way back in. That's it. Uh, Austin disagrees. Austin says Davis should have gotten Lowry's minutes. 41 is too much. The thing, though, is it went into overtime, yep. right? So you're adding five more minutes onto Lowry's minutes. And so, yeah, Lowry finished with 41 minutes. But if you take away the five minutes, that's 36. Are you going to argue that 36 minutes is too much? Nah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Uh, are you mad at those minutes? No. No. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee Terrence Davis ain't mad at those minutes at the end of the day. And, like, what's two extra minutes? Like, if you were going to sit Kyle and if, if Kyle didn't play 36, but he played 34. There's no difference. 33. Like, I don't know. Uh, DVAD checks in and says, those young guys are now uncertain. Where do they fit in? Learning curve there. I think it's talking about the bench minutes because Boucher didn't play. 
and Terrence Davis only played 15 minutes, but I always thought the battle was going to be between Terrence Davis and Norm for minutes. Yep. And, I mean, Norm, I Norm definitely won that battle tonight. As mentioned, Norm went 13 in the fourth quarter, finished with 23 points, and four of eight from three. Also add in, and I think this is very important, eight rebounds for Norm. That shows me that he's being active. Listen, he, he exposed himself now. Norm, we know you can rebound. Start yeah. rebounding from your position. Be consistent. That's it. Be consistent. Yeah, that's the thing with Norm, and it's it's always been the thing with Norm, right? Like we see the flashes where this guy looks like obviously a you should start. Pick. Yeah, yep. like obviously you should be a starter on this team, and so when you see flashes like that, you wonder why can't he do this every game? And you're seeing some flashes, you're seeing some signs. I want to say he's ten of his last eleven in double figure somewhere mm -hmm. around there. So hopefully. Norm can do this consistently, but I still think down the stretch that can't be Norm taking all those shots. Like it's no. it's great that he did it. Of course, a thousand percent. It can't be Norm taking those shots. You would want your starters now to, to sparse around those shots, and you would like Siakam to make some plays. Not hey, if you don't have those shots, make plays. Uh, there's a lot of comments here. A lot of people talking about Kyle's minutes. Um, Kyle, way too many, too much time on the court tonight. Uh, and checks in and says 41 minutes too much for his first game back. Uh, Obi Alvarez, 41 minutes, perfect way to get Kyle ready for the next game. I mean, it doesn't get much easier. Thursday night, it's Russ, James Harden, and but this and is the what we're Houston talking Rockets. about here. <laughs> Why do you think he had to play 41 plus minutes? Listen, there's no hiding, there's no hiding. There's no hiding, and, and we need everybody to guard. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got to be able to, to play hard minutes in that game because if you see what those boys are doing, they're, they're scoring 130, 140 on the regular. Regular. So, and Harden's cooking boys like it's, like it's nobody's business out here. And it's also going to be a big game. I'm interested to see how Pascal bounces back. I forget who it was, but it was one of our regulars on Instagram that asked the question. It might have been... Uh, our guy from uh, Vivid tanning there, but I, someone asked, what do, what do we think is the next step that Pascal needs to add to his game? And what I said was, I want to see him come up with one of these big boy 35-point nights in the big boy games yep, against another Supes. And that was, we are saying that before this game. So now you have another, like, not another good chance. game. He has another chance against... Arguably James Harden right now, who's going the top for NBA scorer. <laughs> My guy's averaging what thirty nine a game right now. <laughs> like that's stupid. Like Giannis is beasting this season, and Harden's averaging nine more points than him. <laughs> that's insane. Off of twenty four shot attempts. So Listen, that's that's tough to, to handle. So Jay checks in and says Pascal is nowhere in the big boy game. I mean, I totally agree, and I'm going to look it up now because I want to see Pascal's game log this season and stop at the big boy games of what we deem big boy games and just see what he put up in those games, okay? And again, I'm saying this from the get-go. This is not a knock on Pascal. What we're trying to do on this pod is have a discussion about the continued glow-up yep. of Pascal Siakam because it's a constant reminder, as we said last year, what we learned from Kawhi and what we saw from Jimmy because Kawhi is a level above Jimmy. There's levels to this shit, yes, right? Definitely. And so if we're going to talk about Pascal going from MIP to MVP, this is part of the conversation, right? Yep, definitely. What you do in these games. So uh, I'll give him this against the Boston Celtics. Second game of the year. Huge game. 33 points on 50% shooting. 
massive, right? Uh, the Bulls, no. Orlando, nah. Detroit, I'm going through and finding the big boy games, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. So when I'm saying these teams, when I'm not stopping to tell you what he got, I'm saying these teams aren't big boy games, right? So the Bulls, whatever. Orlando, whatever. Detroit, whatever. Milwaukee, right? Mm -hmm. Milwaukee, big boy. 16 points on not 7 enough. of 19 shooting. Not good enough. Okay. Sacramento, eh. New Orleans, he put up 44. I was just saying because that's on, not a man. big boy game. The Lakers, 24 points on nice. 9 of 25 shooting. Nice. You'll take that? We'll take it. We'll, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Okay. Uh, the Clippers, second night of a back-to-back, -back, 16 points on 6 of 17 shooting. Second night of a back-to-back. -back. So you'll give Are them a pass. You'll give them you a pass it. on that? Okay. Yeah, we'll give okay. them a pass. Portland, you put up 36. Yep. Portland's I'll a solid team. I'll take Portland's that. Portland's a solid team. Head-to-head -head against Luka. Okay. Against, they lost against the Dallas Mavs. Which is the hottest team in the NBA currently. And he had 15 points on 6 of 24 enough. shooting. Not enough. That's And that's a statement game too. It's a big Against game. Luka. It's a big That's game. a statement. So Charlotte, whatever. Orlando, we've been there already. Atlanta, whatever. Philly. 25 points, 9 of 19 nice. shooting. We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. Yeah. Uh, Knicks, whatever. Orlando. How many times did they play Orlando already? <laughs> right? we're, just getting, we're getting the dubs out the way. <laughs> exactly. And then Miami, of course, 15 points. So we'll highlight this. Miami, 15 points on four of 14, or 5 of 14 shooting. Right? Then before that, Dallas, 15 points on 6 of 24 shooting. Uh, Philly, we'll give him that. He had a good game against Philly. Against the Clippers, 16 points, 6 of 17 shooting. Lakers, 24 points on 9 of 25 shooting. Mm. And the Bucks, 16 points. So I've noticed, I've noticed something within the trend of, I'm what, just of saying. the team. Listen, I've noticed something within the, the teams that you're stating. Mm -hmm. um, the, team, the, the, the good teams that he plays, mm -hmm. that he gets to 15 and 16 points, there's a, there's, there's a key... There's there's something that catches on, and that I okay. say coaching. Ah, look at the coaches on those teams. It's a good point. It's a good point. So if we're going back, we're saying Spolstra against Spolstra, Miami. Spolstra, sure. Miami. Um, now, okay, we said he did well against Philly, which is a big boy game, but Philly is not a good coach. Right? Not a good coach. So further to your point, right? Yep. Dallas, Carlisle. Carlisle, good, good coach. Uh, the Clippers, Doc. Doc. Resumes proven. Yep, Can't good coach. That. And how much did he have against the Clippers? 16? 16. Back to back? Okay. And then Milwaukee, Bud. Bud, good coach. Or, or I'm we not can argue with that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with that. Or, or I can one... say for Bud a regular season coach with Dan, <laughs> with Dan Tony. Hey, but hey, it's a regular hey, season. But it's a regular season. <laughs> hey. And again, this is not we're saying this not as a knock up Pascal. We're looking at his the continued development of Pascal. Yep, for sure. And just talking about what the next steps are because the next steps, oh, Lisa checks in and says, you forgot about the Jazz. That's a good point. The Jazz are a very good team. The Jazz are a well-coached yep, team. Well -coached the Jazz team are too. a good defensive team. That's a very good point, Lisa. And good then how call. much did he have in the he, blowout? He blew out the Jazz. He had 35 points on 14 okay. of 22. Yeah. Great point, Lisa. Thank you for that, for sure. Hmm. So we're seeing that, but with the levels, and as you level up, it's about consistency. Yeah. Sure. And the one thing that we can count on, if you go back, and I'm only using Kawhi as the example because it's something that we know we witnessed, is that you knew when Golden State was in town, it was cook crack. Yep. 
right? You knew when Kawhi's looking across and there's KD or there's James Harden. He's going at them. He's going at them. And that's just the next level. We're not saying that as a knock because the reality is Pascal's young. So this yeah. can't be a knock on Pascal, right? He only, learned, gotta... he only learned the game at 17. <laughs> He's right? 24 now? Yeah. It's like, like come on. sometimes you got to add some reality into this, reality. right? Because the, the meteoric rise has been so crazy that we get lost in this shuffle sometimes and need to take a step back and realize Definitely. that, yo, my guy's young. My guy's young, and he's making the developments. He's making the strides. And he will be an all-star this year. For sure. Definitely so. agree. Definitely agree. So no, nothing to be mad at, just a learning experience. Uh, Q, what's Q saying here? Q says, Boucher and Rondé fight for every loose ball and rebound. Always a place for that. I kind of agree with that. My one thing I will say is, Boucher, I don't know where his minutes come from. Because you know that Mark and Serge are basically subbing out for each other. Yep. So now, is Boucher taking Rondé's minutes? No. No. It's it's just a tough spot not. that Boucher's in. Um, Dios Mom says, our old starters were not in the fight. Totally agree with that. Yeah, I don't I think the that. starting lineup, they did not play well. And I don't know if there's going to be a moment of adjustment. And it might be kind of weird, right? Because the Raps offense was flowing early on to start the season. Kyle was playing great. Fred was playing I'm great. Right. Pascal was playing great. But when those two guys went down in terms of Kyle and Serge, clearly something went off in both Freddie and Pascal that, hey, we got to take over now. And they knew that it was cook time. Now with Kyle coming back, did they kind of maybe, you know... Take a step back. Take a step back to kind of figure out, oh, do I go now? What do I do? Yeah. Right? And it it was kind of awkward, especially down the stretch. Could that be a thing? Yeah, that's true. No, it, it definitely is definitely it is a thing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, personally, that's why I say like we can't get mad. This is a throwaway game because Kyle was coming back. Yeah, Van Fleet and these guys didn't necessarily know. Hey, do we still stay assertive or do we take a step back because Kyle Lowry is coming back into the lineup? Yeah, there's no we can't we can't be figuring out roles and stuff next game against Houston for sure. No, right. And then so, it's Philly after that. And then so it's like Philly after that. So this stretch is important for it's, us. It's huge. Uh, Glow Girl Smile says Norm should have gotten the shots in OT. He had the hot hand. You know what, Glow Girl? You're right. I'm not. I mean, you're right. Hey, the way She's Norm right. was shooting, I can't. I can't really argue with that. You. He's the only person that was that was even wanted to even take a shot, was even looking at the basket in the fourth quarter. So the other thing too with Norm that I'll say is Kyle and Fred kept trying to take the deep dagger threes. And it's like you clearly don't have your shot. So I get mm-hmm. like you're three-point shooters and you want to keep shooting it, but like up fake and drive to the basket or or get those three-point shots off of ball movement. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of like just pull up deep dagger threes, and it was like, you guys don't have that shot tonight. <laughs> Get it off ball movement and then shoot the three or something. I don't know. Uh, Pastor Wesley checks in and says, we got okay. spoiled by early season Lowry. <laughs> I'm not going to go. The man had one bad game, but there's two things. He had one bad game. It's his first game back in like two weeks. He missed 11 games. And also, I stress this all the time. Kyle Lowry is just a streaky shooter. That's it. This is what Kyle Lowry does. He will shoot the lights out for a week, and then he'll have terrible shooting. Are we surprised? We're not like at this point now. We can't be surprised. No, I won't be surprised now if if a video leaks of Kyle Lowry in the gym now taking extra shots, getting ready. Yeah, it's a regular season. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah, he's he's good. I don't think he's too mad or too worried about this game. Uh, 
another comment. Calm down, everyone. Like Kawhi said, 82 games of practice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not saying that. Kawhi gets to say that. <laughs> Thank you. Because he came in with a chip. Load. Yeah. Load management. He came in with a chip and then backed it up. So Kawhi gets to say 82 Kawhi games Kawhi came of in practice. with a particular program. Yeah. This Raptors team, you mm-hmm. need you need regular season wins because you need home court advantage. You need all those things. Kawhi gets to say 82, 82 practices. Uh, Q checks in again and says, the man had a fractured thumb and probably hasn't shot a basketball most of that time. Uh, I don't know if that's true because it was his left hand, right, that he hurt. So he's probably still shooting with his right. Yeah, form, a couple form shooting practice drills. <laughs> Yo, people are mad at Kyle. I see some... A lot of, Kyle, a lot of hate, a lot of hate. Kyle needs to go to the bench. <laughs> Yo, I don't know about that. Uh, if we don't pay Fred Van Fleet, someone will. That's cool, let them. <laughs> I'm what? not giving Fred 30 listen, mil a year. Freddie <laughs> knows what butters his bread. <laughs> Freddie knows that, listen, this is the home team. He's going to give us a hometown discount. Yeah. He knows that. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, let's see. K2's Garnett checks in and says Siakam just wasn't aggressive. I agree. Yep. Because there's a moment where even if you don't have it on that night, even if, you know, you got a tough defender going at you, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're the max money guy. Yes, he is. You're the man. Yep. You got to fight through that. Oh, for sure. We don't need... Listen, at the end of the day, he, when it comes down to the come down, he just wasn't aggressive enough. Yeah. That's just what it is. Uh, or... Or DJ Raymond writes in and says, this or, was a playoff game. Raptors had no closer. Mm, I'm not even going to say that because people are going to say I'm a hater. So I'm going to sit and at, watch this team. I'm not even going to say that. looking at it, right? But again, too, I would rather I would rather have this discussion now mm-hmm. than a couple of months from now when we're in the playoffs and we're still having who's our closer. Well, you got to get there first, right? Well, you got to learn. You got to learn. You don't just become you know, LeBron taking these shots, or you don't just become Kobe or Kawhi or KD or Steph. Like you have to get to those spots. And so again, it's a reminder. Pascal is getting there. Mm -hmm. He's he's just not not there there yet. And that's okay. Alex says, this team is in a great phase right now. Everyone is learning and will get better to perform the way we have so far. This season is great. Can't win them all. Just learn and move on to Houston now. That's it. Growth. That's a great comment. I like that comment. That's a great comment. I to think end we should on. end on that. Yeah, comment. that's a very good comment it's to growth. end. Growth. We're growing. Shout to you, Alex. I like that comment a lot, my dude. Really appreciate that. Again, Toronto Raptors lose this game. Their home winning streak to start the season is now over. That's their first loss of the regular season. And if you go back to last year, they were nine and zero at home coming into this game. So they fall to nine and one, their streak of 12 straight home wins going back to last year, which was his uh, franchise record is also over. That's okay. That's all right. It's all right. It had to happen sometime. And it happened to a good team and a good game. And they went down fighting, but again, Toronto Raptors lose 121 to 110, fall to 15 and five on the season to a very very good Miami Heat team. That's a reminder. Miami Heat are a good team. They're for real people. And I don't think you want to play them in the playoffs. No way. <laughs> you don't want that smoke. Again, the Raptors were 11-43 from three-point land in this game. Kyle Lowry went 2-for-18 from the floor, 0-for-11 from three. 
The Raptors, as a team, went 0 for 9 in OT to start the game. Listen to these numbers. And you expect us to win? Pascal, 5 of 14 for 15 points. Just one field goal attempt for the majority of the fourth quarter and OT. And to start said OT, Jimmy Butler went on a personal 8-0 run. Chop. He chopped him up. That pretty much sums things up for me. Foots, what are you saying, man? Where could people hit you up? Uh, regular, regular place at DDS Caps on Instagram and at Eastside O on Instagram. And my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you guys for tuning in, as you do all the time on Twitter after each and every Toronto Raptors game at Shell Alexander. Same thing goes for Instagram. We got a feed there, taking your comments and questions at Sheldon Alexander. And of course, like and subscribe, follow up, rate us, all that fun stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. We everywhere. We're everywhere you get your podcasts. Like and subscribe. Just search On Blast Podcast. On Blast is the network. Wrap it up is the show. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. Don't worry. Raptors lose this one, but they get another chance in another big boy game Thursday night against Houston and hopefully you'll be right back here with us (laughs) you better be ready we gotta be ready although I wonder that's gonna be a great I gotta check Houston's schedule to see when they get into Toronto because that might play a factor on what James Harden's doing I'm just definitely (laughs) just ladies I'm just I'm just saying saying. get them ones (laughs) Ah, I'm playing are you though? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh man. But again, thank you guys for tuning in because I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the wrap it up on Blast Raps post game show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Cheers. Oh, blast.